50 podcast, where we talk about the R-Truth about today's current events. Welcome to the Signal 50 podcast. It is Sunday, February 7th, 2021. Rumor has it there's some kind of a football game on. You know, when I was younger, I would care that it was Super Bowl Sunday, but right now I don't care because my whole entire outlet, outlet on the NFL went down into the toilet when they started <laughs> the BLM crap and the kneeling during the national anthem yeah. and boiled yeah. rat and brats running around getting paid a whole bunch of money for not doing really anything while you and I were busting our rear ends doing things that mattered. So exactly. That's what I think about the Super Bowl, everyone. Welcome to the show. <laughs> and welcome back, everybody, now that uh, Bravo's over his rant there. Yeah, you know, so you might notice that tonight's not going to be a live stream. Normally we do a live stream and then we we take that produced bit. Well, unproduced bit, actually. We do it all in one take uh, most of the time. Uh, well, actually, all the time. It's, it's live show. Uh, and then we put that out on the podcast outlet through Podbean and we put it up. Uh, we're on Sunday nights. We're going to try something a little bit different because, you know, Monday morning comes really early. And by the time, you know, there's a lot that has to happen behind the scenes. And by the time we get done, it's pretty late. And, you know, I'm old and, you know, I really, I should be taking we, my Jared. Yeah, we're old. We're all right. Well, I'm just speaking for me. No, I should I, take my Geritol so I uh, I can stay up. I Normally speaking, when Lawrence Welk is over, I go to bed. Whoa. So <laughs> that being said, you know, a little more housekeeping. Uh, everybody, thank you very, very much for joining us and trusting us with a couple hours of your week uh, every week. Really appreciate it. Our listenership is really going up. Really appreciate that. Uh, we're, we're doing fairly well. And, and having some a robust performance on rumble um we're hoping that parlor comes back so we can you know get get the word out a little bit and spread it around a little maybe some more people rumor has it they're coming back did you just as a side note you you caught dan bongino's uh, show last week this was a surprise when john matsey the ceo was actually found to be uh, not telling the whole truth and was uh uh Forgot to uh, put in their SWOT analysis, uh, this is according to Dan Bongino, how important it was that they understand that one of the threats to their show was the fact that they're on Amazon and it can be taken down at any time. Uh, that was kept from the investors and the board of directors. So he right. found himself out of a job and then he went on some shows and started running his mouth uh, trying to defend himself or trying to find a new job, one or the other. And... <laughs> There you have it. Maybe one of his maybe one of his uber liberal overlords will hire him. No, I doubt it. No, mm -mm. no, he 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 shot himself in the face. Uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I can understand. You know, who would have thunk? I mean, even as a CEO, you you have to, you know, even in in my business, uh, we mm -hmm. when we go through the SWOT analysis, the external threats are mm -hmm. are where you need to spend the most time on your business plan and mm -hmm. your mitigation plans. And when you get into your weaknesses, that's what you build your business plan around. That's a little business school 101 for everybody out there. Ah, but as we, as everyone knows, we are two American patriots who love to talk about current events, who uh, also understand that we are in cancel culture uh, extremis and that <laughs> if we are not careful, we'll lose our jobs and our way of life and incomes and threats to our family. So we decided that we're really not interested in the money, but we are interested in getting the word out and allowing the information to flow in your direction where you can make up your own minds. And that's and why we do this. 
and we're just a couple of regular guys and a lot of the the uh, stuff that's out there that that needs to be discussed comes through in a, in a relatively complicated way i mean a lot of these stories that we need to talk about and everybody needs to understand i'm just a regular guy um i've got a little bit of business acumen my my co-host over here bravo is is you know way up there on the iq scale uh so you know he <laughs> he okay we're just a couple of dumb firemen just trying to work this out and explain it to you in plain english all right so we have a little bit of We've got some stuff to talk about tonight that everybody needs to understand. I know when we left the show at the last episode, we were going to talk about the good guys that are out there fighting the good fight, like Ron DeSantis. We're going to have to save that because that's not going to go away. And Matt, and Matt Gates. Matt Gates. I Matt love, Gates, I, I love yeah. him dearly. He's he's a good dude. I'd like to buy him a beer. Uh, mm -hmm. they, he's mercilessly attacked, that poor guy. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's a mensch. He's a stand up guy. Uh, but Jim anyhow, Jordan. what's that? Jim Jordan. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of great people out there doing great things and, and fighting the conservative fight. Tonight's episode, a couple of things came about, uh, during the week that we need to talk about. But first, before we get to that, we got to throw a plug out there for our affiliates, uh, speak freely.site speak freely.site go on over there give it a try set up an account do a trial membership see if you like it it's not expensive it's a good place to go express yourself over there and then marks guns llc marks guns llc for all your firearms related needs they're located in minnesota uh he's an ffl class three and he does suppressors and trusts and all that good stuff so go 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 give them uh go give them a look anyhow without further ado Let's get into it. And the first story is long. Intensive. <laughs> yeah. And, and my head hurts uh, from doing show prep over this, trying to cram in all the information. Um, basically, what it boils down to is you're cramming for an exam every week. Uh, no, 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 no. Bravo. Let's, let's start with the other one first. Let's well, start I'll with the other one first because I... Let, okay. Let's start with uh, with Mike Lindell's story. Oh, you want to talk about the story, not a story. Gotcha. Well, I want to talk about his story because that tells the story. Let's talk about the other one and what that potentially mm -hmm. means after. We'll tell you what the other one is as soon as Bravo gets done with his theses <laughs> well, on I, Mike Lindell. So, uh, thanks. I Again, I apologize for that. Uh, one of the things that... No, no, no problem. We're gonna we're gonna talk about right now. Well, this just came out on Friday, and if you just take one second and look at how things have been going, and how now Mike Lindell, I always thought I I have a couple of his pillows to be honest with you, and um, when I heard a little bit of his story, um, especially when he did that prayer during uh, when he was with President Trump, talked about his faith, and he found out about his history. So he's the CEO of My Pillow. Great company. I mean, it's just a, you know, this guy's got a heart of gold. Found out he had some drug issues. He actually was able to battle back those demons, uh, keep his, uh, get his um, fine sobriety, start a business. But then he didn't stop there. He, he has this action network that he works with people, gives him a second chance. Just an all-around great guy. And as, as, the, uh, as the election nonsense was going on, uh, Mike Lindell was on 
uh, a video, uh, which uh, when we were talking about some of the quote tinfoil hat stuff and some of the the out there kind of stuff, uh, he was out there. He was, he was talking about this video he made, and I've been kind of just waiting for it to drop. Well, guess what? It dropped on Friday at one o'clock. Oh, oh boy, did it! Now this is despite Alpha. This is despite Twitter shutting him down, Facebook shutting him down. YouTube shutting him down, mm-hmm. you know, and remember how we were talking about this. We were all kind of like wandering in the desert. It's like 40 days and 40 nights, uh, you know, without any help from, from the heavens with, you know, the manna gets us to sustain us kind of stuff. But basically Mike Lindell um, produced, uh, supported the research that went with it. Um, uh, this, this video, if you, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is you go to the site go to michaeljlindell.com it's on his website the my pillow and oan is supporting him when cbs won't do it nbc won't do it fox won't do it and oh by the way they they canned um uh, who was that Stuart varney uh was it Stuart varney or was it um uh, lou dobbs sorry oh, lou dobbs sorry about that yeah lou dobbs lou dobbs how the uh well, Fox was done with my in my book, you know. Anyway, Anyhow, uh, but so none of no one's picking this up. No one's talking about it. And what I'm going to talk about right now, it, you ha- remember how we were talking about how the the evidence was out there and the cracking was going to be really. This is it. Two hours, well worth your time. Go watch it, please. Okay. What we're going to do tonight is we're going to talk about the highlights of this whole video. You're going to hear some f- uh, similar things in the beginning. They talk about how. Uh, the election was, um, you know, like the investigator, uh, like a, a defense, a Department of Defense uh, intelligence uh, operative who works with misinformation. And uh, he, he, he interviews all these people. It's not just Mike Lindell talking. He went out and he got the people. He vetted them, put it together. He shot this whole video. Um, and this video is well worth your time. And it, it tells the story of what happened with our election. Now. From a, let's just cut to the chase type thing here. Um, in the video uh, I have here, I'm going to share with you, is a, um, a clip from the, the video that is where the, the meat and potatoes of this whole story is. So let me just. 995 counties in the United States. This was collected in real time. All right. So if you go to the chart, what you will see is a documentation of foreign interference in the election. The first column, if you look at the chart, that shows that on 11-5, 2020, at 7.43 and 38 seconds, we had a foreign intrusion, and it shows the IP address, the internet protocol address. That is the number of that protocol address of the hacker that entered into our election. <clears throat> For our podcast listeners, what, what I'm showing is a video of Mary Dunning, who uh, is described, she's a national intelligence uh, um, uh, advisor. She knows everything there is to know about computer intrusion and things like that. Mm-hmm. And on there, multiple uh, in the video, it describes the the recorded every single intrusion in the two thousand two hundred and some odd counties in the United States. Every single county they were watching for the intrusions into our election. And, and, have, and there were some that were quite successful. Oh, there were most of them were most of them were quite successful, actually. That's so right. 
uh, playing this further. Uh, so you have IP addresses and some of the sources that it's a little small print, but basically they have hundreds of pages, thousands of intrusions that started from November uh, 1st when early voted starting voted starting all the way through November 5th, 6th, you know, when they were still having uh, when they were, quote, adjusting for mail in balloting, which really was a way to say because President Trump had so many votes, they had to figure out a way to get it away from him. But basically, China and Germany and all these places throughout the world and they have the addresses they have the ID, they have the identifications of the computers all to prove it the second column is the owner or source of that IP address that shows that China net in Beijing province entered the election it shows an ID that is the unique address of a computer that shows the exact computer using that IP source that entered into our election. Now, just just as this continues uh, in the background here, um, it talks about the source. Now, what were the targets? Where were they looking to get into in these in these computer attacks? Uh, Michigan, Arizona, Maricopa County. Any sound familiar? Every single county, they were they were attacking each of these uh, areas. All the election. All the computers everything was being um taken taken down and they can also show that it was whether they went through the firewall or they had credentials they were talking about software that was able to grab the passwords and the uh um the sign-ons for each of the accounts that these hackers could use well it's 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 almost as if it was well coordinated ah She had it right the first time. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This video really does does a, a great job in 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 telling the story about all the evidence that they had, and it really came down. You were saying this the other day, Alpha, that there just wasn't enough time to present it. They ran the clock out and they won. Now the next thing I want to show from that video. And, the, and then this is at the end. It's almost like they built a, they did. It, it was at the end. If any of you have seen war games uh, back in the 80s, like I did, Alpha, we actually love that movie. Uh, want to play a game and uh, thermonuclear war and all the little arcs. This was, if you were to look at this map and not know any better, 
they they do a whole video portion of the the attacks it looks like missile strikes which were not missile strikes everyone don't get panicking on me but it was it was computer attacks yes and georgia and um Michigan, you should have seen all the counties were bombarded by these attacks. And you can see they have the they know when the packets were being delivered because they have um, they represent those successful uh, deliveries or removal of votes from President Trump in little squares and circles. So watch the video. Don't take my word for it. Holy cow. You wonder you wonder where all this was. When we needed it, and uh, we're going to tell you why it didn't come out for well, right now. Well, and 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 don't you remember everybody saying, "Oh, these voting machines aren't connected to the internet." Baloney. Well, yeah, they are. They are absolutely connected to the internet. Unbelievable. Yeah, and so this this map, you know, for 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 anybody that cannot see this map, Bravo showed me the map. Um, uh, I did not work on this story. Uh, Bravo did. And I didn't have the two hours to spend. I spent two hours trying to understand what I'm going to talk about next. And it's very complicated and I probably won't be able to do it justice. This is a very complicated topic. If this information is to be believed, we have a serious problem. And I, the way they're, and the way when we present, when you present your 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 portion of this, uh, this yes, show tonight, Alpha, you're going to see why they came up with what you're going to talk about because right. what what Mr. Lindell presented and and produced, and, and he he was like the manager, it's kind of like of the of the team, and he has all these people coming in and talking about it. These are live people that these are real people that were dealing with the courts and couldn't get into the courts and were being subdued. They talk about how they're, they're trying to present things, evidence to law enforcement, the FBI. Guess where they were? Nowhere to be found. Um, all these things were were done. And you'll see if we get Well, let's go ahead and get into your side of, of huh. the show tonight. <laughs> and we'll Oh, show dear Lord. This is a. Okay. I always say so, one step at a time, my friend. So you've, you've got you've got one piece of the puzzle. You've got the electronic hacking portion of the puzzle that, that, you know, Hey, Mike Lindell is just a guy who was a, a, a drug addict who makes pillows, right? I'm what does he know? Recovering drug addict. Well, whatever, you know, what does he know? Right. Other than the fact that the guy spent the money and if his information is to be believed and I, and I think that there's a, an awful lot to it that I believe to be true. Um, there's a missing piece of what I'm going to present that was never spoken in the information I'm about to present. But what Mike Lindell has pointed out to, to us and the world, I do believe is the missing piece. Not to be conspiratorial, not to be a tinfoil hat kind of guy, but it makes an awful lot of sense when you start looking at the at the pieces of the puzzle. All right. So on the 4th of February, uh, Time Magazine. Uh, you know, Time Magazine, been around a long time, pretty credible, reporting most of the time, except for their man of the year crap. Um, well, it was when we were growing up, that was, oh, you know, yeah, I read. I mean, I read the newspaper and Time Magazine. That's right. I, I mean, it was a, it. it was really something. Now it's a rag. It, yeah, it, it's a rag, but it's well, Time Magazine, people. Yeah. I mean, this is not like some 
website we're pulling information from off the internet that nobody's heard of. It's not <laughs> it's it's not the onion, people. No, it's not. But, but you, you think this story would have been on the onion. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit a slide here and we're gonna bring it up. This this article was written on February 4th by a, a chick named Molly Ball. And there's some contributors that we'll we'll get to here in a little while. And the headline is the secret history of the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election. Remember the source and remember what you're reading because that's clickbait. But yeah, go ahead. <sighs> the secret history of the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election. Keep that in your head. Keep it in your head. Listen very carefully. This is a 17 printed page article. It's about 5,000 words. Okay, it's a it's a, a short sad handwritten book. Okay, what this story goes to outline is how the progressive left essentially manipulated an election. And they're admitting it. Yeah. So we'll get to why we think they're doing it here in a little while, but let's get into the meat and potatoes of it. Mm -hmm. They even call it a conspiracy in the article. And they frame it from the point of view that they have saved democracy by making sure that the right person was elected president. This yeah, Keep that in mind. Keep it in mind. The right person was elected. And how did they do it? Okay, how they did it is an absolute trail of tears. Mm-hmm. Up on the screen right now, you can go to Time Magazine, search it on the internet. We'll put a link in the show notes so you can go read the article for yourself. Um, get yourself a nice stiff drink and read it because it's going to make you sick. Actually, the better place to go is uh, go on to uh, onto Telegram, find our official Signal 50 pay, uh, channel, follow us, and you can click on the link right there and bring it right to this article. Hey, forget about that Telegram thing. Hmm. All right. So we're on Telegram, everybody. Hmm. How about that? Okay. So there was a conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes, one that both in curtailed the protests and coordinated the resistance from CEOs. Both surprises were a result of informal alliance between left-wing activists and business titans. Those business titans, generally speaking, were the tech giants. Facebook, Twitter, etc amazon web services etc etc the pack was formalized in a terse little noticed joint statement of the u.s chamber of commerce and afl cio published on election day mm -hmm. both sides would come to see it as a sort of implicit bargain inspired by the summer's massive sometimes destructive racial justice protests in which the forces of labor came together with the forces of capital to keep the peace and oppose Trump's assault on democracy. So, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, I know where you're going to go, but let, let's think about what, what, what this summarizes the entire thing. We're going to get down into the details here in a minute. Just remember Trump was assaulting democracy because 
some dumbass Minneapolis cop, no offense to my Minneapolis friends, they put themselves in a position where they had to arrest this guy, George Floyd, and it made it look like they killed him. Whether they did or didn't is still up for debate. That 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 comes to trial here soon, so that should be interesting. Okay, so you've got the Chamber of Congress, Commerce, pardon me, and AFL-CIO joining forces. That's that. In what world does that exist? Mm. It doesn't. They're they're diametrically opposed to one another. Business owners okay. and unions, right? It doesn't go together. Yeah, doesn't go together. It doesn't work. Why did they do it? Next slide. They frame this article as they think that they are the white knights that saved America and the world from Donald Trump and the threat that he represented to democracy. I don't understand. Okay, let's talk about that for a minute. I don't understand why Donald Trump was a threat to democracy, right? How about it? Just, just to help you understand, phrase it this way, or the way I, when I was reading this, I said, it's a, they were a threat to their, their power structure and their control. Yep. That, insert that, take democracy and insert the, and substitute it. Yep. The elite substitute democracy for elite liberal power and control. Yep. And I think that you have an understanding of this article. Mm-hmm. Okay, what did they do? Securing the vote. The first task that these people had to undertake was overhauling America's election infrastructure in the middle of a pandemic, which was really easy for them to do. They got their mail-in voting. They got extra money from Congress. They got everything that they needed. They had the tools handed to them to do this. And they framed it around the incident in Minneapolis because of, quote, social justice, unquote. Right. They got a lot of money from our government to go ahead and do this. From particular people in the government that were not fond of President Trump. That's right. Because he is the great disruptor of their power. So. This was their first task, and they had been working on this task since day one. And if you think of the if you think of the pandemic, Alpha, it wasn't they were doing this before the pandemic hit. Of course, the pandemic acted like a catalyst. Uh, it was the perfect storm for them. Right. Is it? It was a coincidental. I don't know. I don't think so. Oh um, yeah. I don't have any proof to say what. We I, don't have any proof, anyways. This right. is just conjecture. But you have to think about it. What they needed to have happen to upset the apple cart was to create confusion, chaos, and give them the opportunity to go ahead and restructure the way this country votes. Bingo. Mm. And meanwhile, while we're reading this, and while I was reading this for tonight also, and, and Alpha was reading this, my, my stomach was doing somersaults, and I was like, throw, horrible. throw up. Yeah, it's horrible. Okay, so they had to spread the word about what they were doing. And it was a big propaganda operation. Beyond battling bad information, was a need to explain a rapidly changing election process. It was crucial for voters to understand that despite what Trump was saying, mail-in votes weren't susceptible to fraud. 
and that it would be normal if some states weren't finished counting votes on election night. Okay. They seeded the narrative that, oh, everything is good, nothing to see here, no problem. There's no problems here. Well, there's big problems. Dick Gebhardt. Anybody remember Dick Gebhardt? Remember the names? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Democratic former House leader turned high-powered lobbyist. Yep, imagine that. Somebody, Somebody stood to make a lot of money here. Spearheaded one coalition. We wanted to get a really bipartisan group of former elected officials, cabinet secretaries, military leaders, and so on, aimed mainly at messaging to the public, but also speaking to local officials, the secretaries of state, attorneys general, governors who would be in the eye of the storm to let them know we wanted to help, says Gephardt, who worked his contacts in the private sector to put $20 million behind the mail-in voting and vote counting and poll Manning effort. Can I add? Can I add one more thing? Twenty million was not enough for this. Oh uh, no! China threw money into this. Yep. Uh, there were pictures of uh, Secretary of State from Georgia and um, Rathenberger and Brian Kemp from the governor there with China. I mean, this is this is just part of it. But yes, this is uh, like this is a big deal. A this is the head of a Hydra. So this is a big deal. This whole article goes to lay the roadwork and the roadmap for how they manipulated an entire election cycle. Faithful they weren't going to right. They were not going to let 2016 happen again. Correct. Yep. Point number three: people power. Racial justice uprisings and and the connection with George Floyd's killing in May wasn't primarily a political movement. The organizers helped lead it, wanted to harness its momentum for the election without allowing it to be co-opted by politicians. Okay. So they had an army. They had a cause. They had social justice. They had Antifa, Black Lives Matter, etc. And there's a guy named Podhorzer. He is the mastermind, the founder of the feast here, an unassuming political operative that works in the background, who's absolutely devastatingly brilliant, and who moved the chess pieces around the board to bring this about. Everybody needs to keep an eye on it. They put activists in the battleground states. They partnered with democracy defense coalitions to organizations with leading roles in the movement for black lives. Okay, so they had an army, they had a cause, they had social justice behind them, all right? This is just an incredibly complicated scenario, and we're not going to do it justice here. You have to read the article. The bottom line here is they used every opportunity they could to organize and get out the vote and to use these organizations and groups and give them a lot of money to ensure that they got people to vote. They organized people together and they, they pulled it all together. Now, when you say a lot of money flying around, do you think they paid people to vote for Biden or they paid people to subvert the vote or to not count the right way or that kind of stuff? 
I can tell you that the article does go to point out that these groups, in fact, recruited poll workers from activists groups to go mm -hmm. in and work the polls. Which makes sense on how they treated the poll watchers and the Republican side. Exactly. Mm. Okay, so when we get up to showing up and standing down, that portion of the article, this is where I believe the connection between Mike Lindell's facts and the truth intersect with this effort to take down the election or to manipulate the election. Election night was a, a tough night for Democrats in the very beginning because Trump was just absolutely killing Biden in the pre-election polling. He won Florida, Ohio, and Texas easily. And Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania were too close to call. Podhorzer was really calm uh, on election night. The returns were exactly in line with his modeling. Now, how can that possibly be? Mm -hmm. He'd been warning for weeks that Trump voters' turnout was surging. At the numbers dribbled out, he could tell that along all the... <clears throat> Pardon me. He could tell that as long as all the votes are counted, Trump would lose. How would he know that? All the votes. We're not talking about legal votes here. If you read in the article, it says all the votes, not legal votes. That's right. All the votes. All Everybody the out there in the audience is we're, we're, we're speaking to smart people. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're speaking to smart people who are pretty well tuned in. In many, many jurisdictions, there were more votes than voters. We know that. Does that sound kosher to you? Nope. Nope. Okay. So the liberal alliance that Podhorzer puts together with all the activist groups and everybody that he had out there in the world, they gathered for an 11 o'clock at night Zoom call. There were hundreds of people on the call. A lot of people were freaking out. Quote, it was really important for me and the team in that moment to help ground people and what we had already known was true, said Angela Peoples, director for the Democracy, Democracy Defense Coalition. Podhorzer presented data to show the group that victory was in hand. Now, if you stop there for a second, let me just clarify. They're saying, and if you read this article and the way it's being spun, because this is really a spin, that just hold on, we'll count the mail-in ballots, everything else. Now, Alpha and I both have been saying it for as long as we've been doing the show since September, that they didn't have the votes. And they, and that, this is where the, the, this article dances around all of the, the real facts, but to place it into a framework where... People reading this article say, well, they, they really did save us from the bad orange man. Right. Don't worry, everybody. We've got this. Yeah. The votes aren't even counted yet, but don't even worry. There's nothing to worry about. Victory is at hand. He knew exactly what was set up on the other end that no one else knew about. Exactly. Ugh. It was a two-pronged approach. These people figured out a way 
I'm speculating, mm-hmm. to stuff the ballot boxes in places like Detroit and in Michigan and in Georgia and in other key battleground states, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. And also they had a little bit of assistance from the outside, right? Yep. So this is where Mike Lindell comes in. Mike Lindell's information comes in. Five steps to victory. Podhorser's presentations. Winning the vote was only the first step to winning the election. After that came winning the count, winning the certification, winning the electoral college, and winning the transition. Steps that are normally formalities, but that he knew Trump would see as opportunities for disruption. Okay, when he says opportunities for disruption, what that really means is Trump would be able to dispute them. Because Trump knows everything. You have to remember, Trump knows everything. Mm-hmm. And we're all not stupid. He knows that a game was run. And they just had to pass these gates and run out the clock. And they would win. Nowhere would that be more evident than in Michigan, where Trump's pressure on local Republicans came perilously close to working. And where liberal and conservative pro-democracy forces joined to counter it. Okay. Mm. Substitute pro-democracy for fascists. Yep. And that's the truth. Now, the pressure Trump put on local Republicans in Michigan were to do your job, stand up for the Constitution. That's all he did. Do not certify that vote if you don't have confidence in it. Mm -hmm. How is that being a danger to democracy? Everybody needs to just think about what this article is saying. And we're going to get through the last bit here, and then we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep reading here. These are snippets, people. It's not covering the entire article. We just don't have that kind of time. It will. It's going to take you 45 minutes to read it the first time slowly. And then it's going to take you another 20 minutes to read it again. And I recommend that you read this article twice. It's just, it's a dizzying array of, of bullshit. Pardon my French. But mm-hmm. you need to understand what they're trying to do. We'll get to that in a minute. As I was reporting this article in November and December, I heard different claims about who should get the credit for thwarting Trump's plot. What plot is that exactly? We'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Liberals argued the role of bottom-up people power shouldn't be overlooked particularly the contributions of people of color and local grassroots activists. Okay. Others stressed the heroism of GOP officials like Van Langveld and Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, who Mm. stood up to Trump at considerable cost. The truth is that neither likely could have succeeded without the other. It's astounding how close we came, how fragile all this really is, says Timmer, the former Michigan GOP executive director. It's like when Wile E. Coyote runs off the cliff. If you don't look down, you don't fall. Our democracy only survives if we all believe we don't look down. Okay, we're going to get we're going to get back to that crap in a minute. Democracy won in the end. The will of the people prevailed. But it's crazy. In retrospect, that this is what it took to put an ele- 
put on an election in the United States of America. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. Wait, hold up. Now let's let's give credit where credit is due here. Let's let's make these people famous. There's a uh, some contributors that that helped write this piece of propaganda. Mm. Leslie Dickstein. <laughs> Couldn't have been a better last name. <laughs> Maria Espada and Simone Shaw. Okay. All right. Now let's look at the last paragraph that I just read. Democracy won in the end. The will of the people prevailed. Did it? I don't I I disagree, Your Honor. Objection. Objection. But it's crazy in retrospect that this is what it took to put on an election in the United States of America. What? <sighs> okay. This is shit that a banana republic does to its people. Mm -hmm. Look what's going on in Burma right now. This is shit that a banana republic does. They manipulate the outcomes. Now, here's the here's the kicker. We're missing a lot of meat and potatoes out of the article. And, and what this is a story. Here's the story. This article goes on to tell you their playbook step by step by step what they've done over the last several years to shape a possible outcome for an election to get a liberal democratic candidate elected by changing voting habits and norms with a, a good bit of help from a, a, a virus, okay? Changing voter registration and voting laws without consent of state legislatures by using mail-in ballots, by changing timing of the way things were done in the states, and by lawsuits and countersuits and just playing games mm -hmm. along the way. To, to super uh, circumvent the legislatures, which we all know are the ones that make the laws. It's crazy. Right. They have done all of this without any consent, informed consent of the people. This was all done at the executive branches of the states. Republicans and Democrats, everyone. Correct. Why? Because Why? President Trump was the president of the people, by the people, for the people. And it was basically taking their Wheaties box <laughs> and urinating into it because that's not how the cabal and and this this shadow campaign was meant to you know that that they feel that they know better that they they want they dictate what needs to be done and they are dictators so there you have it. The wrong guy won in 2016. All the things that President Trump did in the four years that he was there and, and using Twitter as his only way to communicate directly to people. And you know what? You don't like the way he talks? I really don't care. I liked it. It was to the point. It was right in your face. And uh, everyone that, that wants everything to be nice and um, with frosting on it and make it nice and sweet and nice. Nah, 
that's not the way the world works. Well, the they the, right. And, and what they did was they manipulated the entire outcome. When they're talking about the CEOs in this, in this article, the CEOs that they're referring to were Jack Dorsey, Zuckerberg, and some of the other tech tyrants out there, the Amazon people, all of these people that could help shape, distribute, and control the information that was flowing to the American people. Can I can I stop for one second? Just point out that uh, Amazon CEO is being is is resigning. Zuckerberg yep. from CNN resigned. Um, the Wiki uh, Wikipedia's CEO resigned. All these big people are resigning left and right. You ever notice that? It's like I a running. It. It's a running list of people resigning all over the place. I wonder why. They're taking their money and they're running. That's why. If if I were them, I would run too. Mm. Okay, so what is this article, people? Okay, there's there's a couple of different theories on what this article is. And I'm going to give you what those two theories are, and I'm going to tell you what I agree with and what I don't agree with. They are trying, they've used this article to get out ahead of a narrative, to sh help shape a narrative. We save democracy. Because I think pretty soon what you're going to see is the election was manipulated. I think what they've done here with this article is they've tried to plant the seeds of we save democracy from a bad man. It's and okay Michael, what we did. Everything's fine, everyone. Just keep moving along. Right. They're going to they're going to try to set this as the narrative. This is normal. This is all just perfectly normal. It's fine. Is it? No. Uh -uh. <laughs> I don't think so. Now, the other school of thought on, on an article like this or this article is sometimes serial killers or, or how people get caught when they, when they do a murder, like when they get away kind of clean, is they go back to the scene of the crime. Arsonists do that too. Yes, they do. I can tell you a story about that one. Mm -hmm. So either it's setting a narrative or they're going back to the scene of the crime. I think they're trying to do a victory dance. They're trying to show off. They name names in this article. Lots of them. Mm -hmm. You need to read the article. They're going back to the scene of the crime. And they're taking a victory dance. Look what we did. Look at what we did. We saved democracy. And we want credit for it because, you know, we just saved democracy. From, you know, all you little, you little dirty people out there, you don't need to worry about it. We're so smart. We got this. You don't need to worry about it. Just go to work and pay your taxes and everything's going to be fine. So... It's pretty upsetting. And when you when you counter the, the fact that Mike Lindell's story, when you watch that and you get a sense of where it is, now there's a little bit of tipping of the scale. There's a little bit of unfairness going on because Mike Lindell can't get on the national uh, uh, networks, can't get on to Twitter, can't get this out via YouTube, can't get this out uh, except on OAN which they played that at uh, one o'clock, seven o'clock, seven, you know, they, they played it on a regular basis. Um, 
but everywhere else is not even picking this up. And if you think about how the country is divided right now, and like I said, we, Alf and I chose not to watch the Super Bowl. We haven't, I haven't paid attention to the NFL since they pulled out that garbage a long time ago, and I refused to support that when they started disres- disrespecting the flag and the soldiers that, that fought for it. So that's why I chose to, to not watch the, uh, take part in the NFL. Um, but this, there's, a, there's a big hill to climb to get this video out that Mike Lindell sent out to, and combating this garbage where people who cannot critically think like many, all of, uh, all of you in our audience that can read this and really see between the lines versus the ones that read this and perceive that everything is okay. There's no problem here. And this article just makes sure that I understand it. And they all did a great job. GOP people, Democrats, CEOs, AFL, CIO. No, no, no. This was this is the wool over people's eyes. And I'm hoping that there's a red pill here somewhere where it wakes them up. This was a hit job from day one. Yep. They cannot, the special interests and all of these people cannot make money with a man like Donald Trump in the White House. Their, their way of life, their, the way they count on the fact that they'll retire out of their government job and go into the private sector and get a whole bunch of money on the consulting. Oh, did you hear who got a big uh, bonus uh, book deal from Simon & Schuster? Nope. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, the senator. It was Biden's son, Hunter. $2 million <laughs> for his life story. I will not read. I will not I will not pick up. I do not care. But meanwhile, his laptop is secured. And I say secured, not even hidden away. It's secured. And no one can ever see it. And the, the stuff that happened on that is unconscionable. It's time to let it out and just get it out there because people need to see it. Well, I got news for you. The fact that hunter biden has a got a two million dollar downstroke on a book okay a uh a contract for two million dollars against uh against earnings is just a vehicle by which to pump money into the biden family 2795 at a time yep and he still has his ties with china by the way of course he does you think they mentioned that on ethics disclosure there Biden, the administrator. I don't think so. How many how many executive orders are we up to this week? Well, it's got to be like 47, 48, 49, something crazy. Oh, down a little bit because they or they haven't talked about it because people are really getting sick of it, but no. This is all very 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 troubling. That article, uh, I'm telling you everybody, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, you really need to read the article. Mhm to understand the nuance and the depth of which these people went to control an election to take advantage of everything and to put all the pieces of the puzzle together. One plus one is two. Hmm. It's pretty scary stuff. And the reason they did it, the reason they did it was to ensure the right person got elected not the person that the American people might have chosen. And when you watch Mike Lindell's video and you watch what 
information he brings to the table. We'd be curious to hear what your thoughts are. Make sure you sign up to telegram.org, get the, get the app, sign up for the channels. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of other people jumping on to uh, telegram right now, including Mark Levin, Lynn Wood, Mark Dice, Charlie Kirk, Scott Pressler, everyone. They're all going there because the voices have been shut, but supposedly parlor will be back tomorrow according to Dan Bongino, but he's hopeful, but we don't know. <laughs> well, I, I hope they are back. I hope they are back. Um, Cause we'll sign. We'll be back there too. We'll yeah, back. absolutely. We'll have to figure that out and, and see how that's going to see how that whole thing is going to shake out and play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's pretty crazy out there, you know. Look, we we've we've gotten two two heavy duty topics tonight, two heavy duty pieces of 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 information that have come out this week. the The tech purge continues at at breakneck speed. Uh, I know a lot of people uh, who are conservative that have been thrown off of Twitter now, um, that don't really tweet. They use it like a news aggregator, and they they just check stuff out. They they're they're just they're just going through and they're they're just getting rid of people. It's based upon your the algorithm and who they pick up and how they detect your habits are. What I recommend to everybody out there: get off of these tech platforms. Get off of Facebook. Get off mm-hmm. of Twitter. You are the product. That is true. You really really should consider. I I did it months ago. Uh, when, when I was seeing the, uh, the tea leaves starting to start blowing over in the wind and I said, I got to get off this and I dumped my Facebook account and Twitter, I, I stopped using it. I said, I'm done with this. Right. Just remember without you, they don't have a product to sell and you, the, how do they make money? They sell your data. Mm-hmm. You have to remember when, when you look at the tree of the data that these platforms collect on you. When you look at the information that Facebook can collect, just because you give them permission to in your phone, they know everything. They can listen to your phone calls. They can check your phone logs. They can check your text messages. They can check your location. They can watch what data streams over your phone. They can look at your browser history. They can look at what you're browsing at. They can match your location up with a partner or vendor of them and target you with advertisements. They can track you. They know everything about you. They know all of your financial information. Anything on your phone is theirs, and you gave them permission to take it. Think about that for just a minute. They can listen to you live. They have access to your microphone. They have access to your camera. Hmm. You like that? And all of this data is getting stored somewhere. Scary, isn't it? Yes, it is. But... That's why we have the smartest audience out there. Correct. Correct. Real good news. Good news story. Our our good friend Dan Bongino rang the bell. Awesome. He rang he rang his cancer bell. Um and he's officially cancer free. Good bless. for you. Good for you, Dan. You're a fighter. You're a good man. Thank you very much for what you do. Mm-hmm. Listen, tough show. A lot of material to think about, a lot of stuff to think about. My brain hurts from reading that article over a few times. How about you, Bravo? Uh, I think I split an aneurysm or something. It hurts. Yeah. Some. 
yeah, not real cheerful stuff when you when you really look at the it's 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 exactly like watching sausage get made. It um yeah. but you know what you know what, what I take away from this is the audacity, the selfishness, the corruption, the utmost disrespect for the the country and the people who live here. You and I would never think about doing that. I mean, the experiences that we've had, we wanted to enact policies, we wanted to see something change, a procedure change, or and it didn't get approved. We didn't take over the world and then say, you're going to do it this way because I said so. We work within the system and we say, hey, you know what? Let's let's find a way to have a resolution and come to some middle ground and figure out what we need to do. And these people, what they're demonstrating to me is the fact that they don't give a rat's tuchus about what's going on. And they they do what they want when they want it. And now it's and all about all, money. It's, it's all, about, all money. about money. Power. Money and power and control. Do you do you think do you think that these people don't pass and I'm not talking about just Democrats and liberals. I'm talking about most politicians. Not all, but most. It's like I've always maintained since day one of this podcast and, and for years and years of my life when I became old enough to understand how the world really worked. And sometimes that that comes along like a lightning bolt out of the sky when you realize how life really works. Mm. How does somebody that makes one hundred and seventy-five to one hundred eighty-five thousand dollars a year live in a ten million dollar home. I mean, come on now, people. Yeah. Yep. Think about it just for just a minute. You don't become a multi-millionaire as a congressperson. Do you think that these people pumped money into these election efforts for nothing? $20 million. Do you think they just gave away $20 million for nothing? What do you think the return on that investment is going to be? The contracts, the opportunities that they're going to have, we're not, but they're going to have it. That's right. The the job, the kickbacks, the the laundering of money. That's uh, right. And things that we're, we're still learning about. And it, it blows my mind what I've been reading about and what I'm seeing. Just by looking. Do you so. think that these people, do you think that all of these groups out there within the Beltway, all of these think tank groups and the Rand Corporation and all these people do things out of the, to be altruistic and out of the goodness of their heart? Hell no. They're for-profit entities that expect a return on their investment. And what they invest in is people who can write policy in their favor. Yep. So they can make money. Trump was the great disruptor of that cycle. They had to get rid of him. At any cost. At any cost. And now they're going to get paid. Look or at what's going on. Maybe when this all comes out, maybe something will happen. Not I old. doubt it. I have no hope that any justice will. I'm not optimistic. I'm not optimistic. I, I, I know. I'm, I, I get it. 
but anyway, I'm not optimistic. Well, anyhow, look, you know, it's, it's been an hour. Thank you very much for spending your time with us. You know, we could sit here and go on and on forever, but we do maintain an hour. And again, sorry, this is not a live stream on a Sunday night. I know a lot of folks that look forward to that, but you know, we're, we're getting old. Lawrence Welk has been over for an hour and we're, <laughs> we're both really, really tired tonight. Mm -hmm. Uh, my, my brain is like wet overcooked pasta from reading that article 16 times. It's well, it's also, we're, we're also concerned about YouTube kind of getting, uh, you know, shutting things down or, you know, we, we don't know where it's going to go. With YouTube yet, so. Yeah. You know, we, we appreciate people leaving comments on, 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 on our page on YouTube. We, we, we truly do. We would much rather see you uh, come over to the signal page. If you want to leave comments during the show, when we're doing a live stream, please do it there. Uh, we don't want uh, anybody to be at risk for, following us or or whatever on youtube we'd much rather see you over on rumble where it would be a little harder mm -hmm. for people to give you a tough time um things are weird out there man and you really need to give some thought to it so with that being said uh make sure you uh, check out our website uh www.signal50.com hey drop us an email info at signal50.com info at signal50.com we have uh we did get iheart on board now alpha so now we have iheart apple podcast google podcast podbeam and spotify so we're all on those lovely that's awesome so for a couple of guys for a couple of guys who got on the phone on a wednesday afternoon and said hey let's do a podcast you know we've we've kind of figured it out a little bit i guess so anyhow i'd like to give a shout out to our our steadfast affiliate pof usa pof-usa.com pof-usa.com out of chandler arizona makers of the finest ar-15 style rifles anywhere in the world and that's really not an exaggeration i've got a lot of experience with these things uh they make great stuff uh made by patriots for patriots give them a look go to pof-usa.com and on that note i'd like to thank our soldiers sailors and airmen who protect us 24 7 365 and our police, firefighters, and EMS personnel out there on the streets working for us every day, risking their lives for not a whole lot of money. So be nice to them. Yep. And with that being said, make sure you uh, also check us out on Rumble. Absolutely. That's where we're going to be. Uh, if, I, uh, if we want to put this up on YouTube, I don't know. We're going to go to Rumble. I think that's, uh, that's the best place to put this. Well, we'll upload the video to YouTube. You know, we'll upload videos to YouTube. We got the channel. We use it until they cut us off, which probably won't be too much longer. <laughs> so with that being said, I'm going to cue the music. Cue the music. Let's get out of here. Everybody have a productive and great and safe and healthy week. Stay warm. It's supposed to get really, really super cold out there. And that freaking groundhog. Yep, six more weeks. Here we go. Put a hit out on his little furry ass. Oh, no. Be careful how you say that. Well, he's a groundhog. It's okay. All right. Take care. See you later, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.